This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, well, it's the final few weeks of the year as we have, boy, how many podcasts do we have left for 2018 oh that's a good question well that we're doing together not a lot because you have some days off next week and then you're off the week of christmas i'm off the week of christmas i'll be here yeah who are we doing these podcasts i don't know i guess he's out next week too for you oh you and CeeLo. can you do a warm-up show and a podcast with CeeLo? that's a great question you might have to okay i think i could i'm not sure hmm gotta find out who i'm working with no, I don't know what to do. Well, anyway, we're coming down the stretch here in 2018. You ever sit there and think, like when these new contract extensions are coming out and you're seeing they've extended him through 2023. Yes. Like how futuristic we've gotten? Correct. Now, Scary. I went this past Friday, I went to my alma mater, Colonia High School. How did, were you, now let me ask you this. Were yes. you welcomed in like a conquering hero? I was welcomed in very nicely by the staff. Standing ovation from the students? Not a standing like ovation. Do you think you are? Well, the students don't have any idea. Oh. But the people who work there, yes. That's great. That was nice. Um, but you'll see the varsity jackets on the students, and it's the same thing. It's like, you know, where they have their graduating year on the back. Yes. And it's like, you know, 2022 or know. whatever the heck it is. I went to St. John Vianney in Homedale for an open house for my son, who will be going there uh, next year. And I figured, should I embarrass him and wear my 1992 varsity jacket? That would have been awesome. Him? And I opted not to because I'm not one of those parents. I would not do that to him. Would have been cool, though. Yeah. Ah, yes, we're here. I played here a long time ago. I'm an alum. <laughs> Welcome me. So Anyway, how you doing? Good. So I spoke to these students here. They're, they're very engaged. How many students? I would say 20 students, maybe. Okay. Were those the 20 that want to get into broadcasting? Yeah, they're in the, they're in the, like some sort of media club. They work on the school newspaper. They're into podcasts and that sort of thing. They were right. filming me, photographing me. This was right up your alley. It was perfect for me. They how, asked questions. They were very well prepared. How many of the staff that you saw were there when you graduated? Uh, none. Oh, really? There's a guy who's now an, an electrician on staff named Sam that I graduated with. Okay. That was interesting. That's kind of good. Good for yeah, Sam. Yeah, none of the teachers. Um, there were several when I went back. Really? Yeah. Still there. I got a couple years on you, Jerry. Uh, Four. Five. Five. Yeah, you're older. Five. Yeah, you're five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Jerry, do, are you aware of this brouhaha about the song Baby It's Cold Outside? I am aware of it. You're aware of this? Yes. Uh, right now, for whatever reason, Gina is obsessed with the song, so she'll ask Alexa to play. As soon as like there's any reference in the home that it's cold outside. She wants to play the song. She'll say, Alexa, play Baby this It's Cold Dean Outside. This right? I believe Dean Martin had uh, a big hit with it. Right. But when you look at the lyrics. And listen to the song. And, and listen to the song in the the Me Too movement and that sort of thing. It's uh, talking about, uh, you know, is this guy spiking this girl's drink? She's trying to leave. He's trying to pressure her into staying. Uh, yeah, I guess there are a couple lines in the song, which... I think we could now probably go back into time and start ripping apart a lot of songs. Yeah. I think that's very possible. Right. I mean, is that... Would you not agree with that? I did hear the song, though, in the supermarket. Oh, really? Yeah. So I wonder how they were playing that. Maybe they have their own song list. Yeah. And so they, they weren't one of the millions of places that are just playing, uh, was it 106.7? Yeah. <laughs> so so they, right. They have their own situation and they are not going to fall to the pressure. They're playing Baby It's Cold Outside. All right. They don't care. I mean, I have found, and I listen, I don't know the Me Too movement. Oh, whatever. Do what you got to do. All right. Anybody I've spoken to, female or male, yes. find this absurd. Right. But listen, you feel how you feel. I'm certainly not going to judge you. Do what right. you want. Judge, I'm not really affected, to be honest. I don't judge, listen to that music anymore. Judge-free zone. Yes, absolutely. Quite honestly, I hope it gets banned. I'm sick of hearing it every day. I Well, that's, here's an idea. Break up with your girlfriend. You'll Alexa, never hear it again. Alexa, play Dean Martin. Baby, it's cold outside. I'm like, holy cow. Alexa, again. play Master of Puppets. That's really confuser. <laughs> Somebody's Alexa's going off right now. Jerry, many alert Twitter followers and podcast listeners sent this to me because they felt it was right up my alley. I didn't know Josh Johnson was drafted in the AAFL oh, or whatever that was Number called. one, I think. Yeah. How about that? I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. So how did the Redskins get him? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, he did say. Is he going back to he San will Diego? Be ready to, to the fleet? He will be ready to play for the AAF team. This is going to be a decent league. I hope so. I think it's going to be. I love football, Jerry. Yes. They I should got do, him, sorry. They should do no referees. Like, they should do where the referees make a call only if it's blatant. <laughs> Jerry, we've done a number of stories already this year about um, secret Santas and celebrities paying off layaway items at local Walmarts. The owner of the New Orleans Saints did it. We've gotten a number of reports of secret Santas that did not want their name known that would go into a local Walmart or Kmart. Have not heard of someone paying off some bills in Madawan yet. No. Nope. Uh, but it is happening around the United States. Yeah. And most people don't want credit. Well, some people do. Some people do. And you love it. Rocker Kid Rock. Was like, inspired. Why wouldn't you want the credit? Exactly. This is great. The rocker, Kid Rock, announced Friday, so he made an announcement, that he paid off the layaway balance at his local Walmart, $81,000 worth, after he was inspired by actor Tyler Perry. Well, he did it too, huh? Who did the same thing in Atlanta last week. How much did he spend? Let's see. Uh, this, uh, wow. Tyler Perry... Paid off four hundred thirty-four thousand. That's awesome. At two different Atlanta area WalMarts. That is really cool. Kid Rock tweeted, 
at Tyler Perry. Great idea. I followed your lead and paid off the layaway at my local Walmart in Nashville. Merry Christmas and God bless you. Kid Rock paid off nearly 350 layaway accounts. That's great. That's very nice of him to do that. Yeah. And for those that got it paid off, be thankful. Although there may have been an ulterior motive, Jerry, as I read further into the story. Is an album coming out? The kind gesture should also help Kid get back into good, good, good... Oh my gosh, what am I doing over here? The kind gesture... Gesture? Was he a court jester? Am I sleeping enough kind at night? Kind gesture. The kind gesture should also help Kid get back in the good graces of the community after he was removed as Grand Marshal of the Nashville Christmas Parade because he called Joy Behar a bitch. <laughs> okay. So he's hoping. Forget about those words I've said. Look at my actions, Jerry. I'm, I'm going to buy my way out of this. Let me buy my way out of this. Later on today, you will not be able to attend because of family um, obligations, but we're having our annual Christmas party. Yes. Entercom. Yeah. I have an article here, Jerry, that talks about how dangerous employee Christmas parties can be for employees and bosses because alcohol is flowing. Alcohol is a problem. Alcohol is a major problem in this country, and I'm not talking about for alcoholics. I mean for people that just do it recreationally. Yes. And, you know, casually, and then they go to a party like this, and they act like an ass face. Right. So here's a couple of tips that this article is uh, telling you about holiday parties for your work, your work parties. Number one. Don't get drunk. Limit your drinking. Really? You're kidding. Which is a great idea. Number two, and this is uh, this helps if you limit your drinking. Number two, think before you speak. Well, I think people can apply that to their daily life, actually. I like this one, too. Number three, imagine you're being recorded. Again, How you would could you probably be? apply that to your daily life, yes. If you're the boss, set a good example at the party. Right. Don't have a secretary in the back room or... Yeah. Or have a coworker or a sales part. Don't do anything stupid. Because it would be nothing worse than uh, waking up tomorrow morning and going, what did I say or do at the office Christmas party? So from party. our show, you're going, Eddie's going, Bob is going, Boomer and Greg are going. Yes. So that's five. Was that five out of the six? I'm yes. the only one not going? You're the only one who cannot make out it. Out of those five, who is most likely to make a fool of themselves? Mm. Now, off the air, you said Boomer. Not true. <laughs> who, out you know of those I, five, who I, would you say? I would say that I would I would bet that uh, I, I think Gio will be on guard. It's his first holiday party here. I think Boomer is a professional and has done a lot of these party-type things where there are drinks, and he knows how much she's Absolutely. allowed. Um, Bob Dwyer seems to be the type of guy that could drink beers and have no problem, a quiet guy, right, so right, I don't right, expect right. any. I expect Eddie to have the most alcohol. Right. Loves red wine when it's free. Does love red wine. But he also is not one to get boisterous. So really you. I guess me. (laughs) The problem with you is even if you drink a lot, you then crawl up into a ball and sit on a chair in the back of the room and head bob. (laughs) We're also, though, in a situation wherein I'm working tomorrow. Right. So I don't like to have a headache and that sort of thing. So really, by default, it's you, but really none of the five. No, I really don't think we're no going to be a problem. No one will make a, a fool of themselves. No. All right. 
Think John Minko will be a, make a fool of himself? No. I'm kidding. I don't I'm trying think to think of uh, anyone here that would make a fool of themselves. I think we'll be good. Yeah. I think we'll be good. Four to seven, we uh, have that party. Have a great time, Al. I'll be rocking Have a drink for me. Have two. a drink for you. Okay. Fair enough. So if I do say something rude, I'd say this was Jerry's drink. And I don't have to pick you up tomorrow morning. Do not pick me up tomorrow morning. Nice. I'm coming late. What time? How much later would you come in? Well, I'll get in at 4.30 instead of 4.20, but the time I save by going to get you. Oh, is also another, uh, Sure. And if I just leave as opposed to redirecting to your house mm-hmm. and then going to the parkway, 10, I'd probably 10. save 25 minutes in total. Really? Sure. Wow. Well, because I'm going to get here 10 minutes later, and right. I probably save 10 or 15 minutes by redirecting to your place. Right. So instead of giving, getting up at 2.40 later tonight, tomorrow morning, that alarm's going to three, maybe maybe even three ten. Really? Yeah, I might get up at three ten. Big mental difference when that first number's a three. I couldn't agree with you more. Two. But and it's funny when we started going in a little later. Yeah. I was getting up at three, and I liked it, but I found I was way too rushed. I'm still getting up at not two thirty anymore, or two twenty, but two forty. It's still not three o'clock though. Yeah, I'm a two thirty. Three o'clock is the time. Yes, actually, four o'clock would be awesome. Well, six really. I wonder if you do this, Jerry. A new survey says that people are sleep texting. Mm, You've heard no, of drunk I've, texting, I've right? I've never sleep texted, no. That you're aware of. Maybe you're sending t- uh, text no, messages. No, I can look at my phone. I never have, no. A new survey has found that sleep texting is a thing after a significant number of people reported sending messages while asleep or drifting off to sleep. Isn't that pathetic if you yeah. think about it? Like you're thinking about texting in your phone that much? This was uh, research done at Villanova University. That's a real school. More than a quarter of students interviewed for the study reported texting in their sleep. 72% said they had no memory of sending text messages. Wow, that's weird. All right. Have you ever done that? I have not done that. Have you texted nude photos of yourself in your sleep? While sleeping? No. To Eddie? I have not. Although he, unless he's not telling me about it. Sometimes he does act weird. Sleep texting occurs when an individual responds to or sends a text message while in a sleep state. How about that? I think we make up a lot of this stuff. These stories? I don't know. Have you heard of Villanova? Because that's a real school. I have. They're in Philadelphia. That's a real school. It's a good school. I disagree with this next study. Relationships don't work if salaries don't match. That's total bullcrap. Um, yeah, it's probably not true. Oftentimes, I think either the man or the woman makes more more than the uh, other yeah. one. And then a lot of times, significantly more sometimes. Significantly yeah. more. Yeah. I do think that person has to pay more. <laughs> like, you can't well, be what, in... Are we talking about marriages or are we talking about boyfriend-girlfriend stuff? That's a good question, Jerry. Because, yeah. It says, according to new research, relationships are incompatible if there's a $36,000 a year difference in right. salary. So, first of all, <laughs> I mean, that what you just read is different than what you first said. <laughs> That's true. Now, again, in a lot of cases, the salaries are drastically different if the husband works full-time and the wife works part-time, like in right. my case. But $36,000 is a big difference. That's a big chunk, yeah. So if a husband makes, let's say, $100,000 and his wife makes eighty, I don't think there's an issue in the house. So right. That's why that article is stupid. Well, it's a misleading headline. Yes, it was. Really? A misleading headline? Which is rare. Come on, Al. Very rare. Really? 
$36,000 difference. So that would even mean that if someone was making $36,000 a year and the other person wasn't working, you got problems. You have big problems. Yeah, I would say you've got problems. Huge problems. Do they have a family? Then they got bigger problems. Right. Stuff's expensive. Especially children. Children are expensive, yes. They cost I've always money. said this. Children aren't as, aren't as expensive as it's made out to be. Right. It's when the children become older and they have a life and activities and things that you have to pay for. That's when they get expensive. Right. So. Jerry, this past uh, Friday evening, Gina and I uh, were invited to a uh, Christmas party. That sounds fun. But we think we weren't. We, we think we were accidentally invited. Well, how does that work? Because in New Jersey, Gina is somewhat of a common name. Right. It's even in Bon Jovi songs. Mm-hmm. That whole uh, living on a prayer, Gina and Tommy relationship. Right. Uh, she was invited, but we believe that it was uh, supposed to go to a different Gina. Oh, that sucks. There was a look of surprise when we arrived. Mm. Were you given a bill at the end of the night? We were not given a bill, <laughs> which is good. We were very welcomed when we got there, but I think the um, people throwing the party were perhaps surprised to see us. Now, do we know that for a fact? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the other I Gina comfortable. also thought she was invited accidentally, but we think that was the real Gina who was supposed to be invited. So two Ginas, one invite. Right. You were with the wrong Gina. Right. That is a weird scenario. It was a little strange. But you stayed and enjoyed the food and beverage. Oh, had a lovely salmon. Have had dessert. Salmon. Then Did I, you eat anything else? Then I also ran into this situation. So it was a large table of people. And you know when you go out to dinner, you don't know whether, like you don't want to order an appetizer unless everyone's ordering appetizers. Sure. Right? You yeah. don't want to order dessert unless everyone's ordering dessert. So I, I, I had overheard people discussing appetizers. But when it came time to give your order, the, the waiter started with me. And I ordered an appetizer. And then I think one other person did. How many people at the table? Like 18. Oh, geez. Wow, you mooch. Then I was also one of the few who ordered dessert. You weren't even invited, you pig. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah, I'd say so. And then I wasn't sure because it was in a restaurant whether we were all chipping in to tip the waiters. So then I didn't want to be the first to leave. So you got stuck sitting there? Yeah, until I saw oh. a couple uh There's people. nothing worse than wanting to leave someplace yeah. and not being able to figure out how. And then once I saw a couple people leaving without throwing in any tip money. You were gone. I, <laughs> that I thought, I'm good to go now. Yeah. So no tip. No tip. Well, I assumed the person. Right. Lovely I did get company. a free, Good company. Good meal. Again, like I start talking to some dudes at this table. What these people do for a living is fascinating. Like what? Well, the one guy Give had one like example. the one guy had like restaurants. But he was telling me that's how the, fascinating. Well, he was just telling me he's like you know restaurant the restaurant business is very difficult. Like that's his side project. Oh, I thought why if you're doing well off in your real career, people want more. Why get I the stress know, of the restaurant? I do know this. 
for people that I have a few friends that have multiple businesses. I just talked to one this week and I was yeah. saying about this earlier where he's got four, I think four businesses, at least not in his case, but a friend of mine who's got three or four, he's got a landscaping company. He owns a pizza shop and he's got some business online. I don't know what the hell it is about processing credit cards or something in his way. Once one becomes successful, he looks for the next one because he feels like the bubble will burst with one. And he's trying to protect himself from basically financial ruin. Right. So if you've got three or four that are relatively successful, if one fails, you can absorb it. If the one is your entire life and something happens, you're starting over again. Mm. That's his philosophy. And it's when he's 46 now and it's worked for him for this many years. That makes sense. So, yeah, it's interesting. And then uh, I'll give you this one final story, Jerry. This, Why would somebody from MSG be calling me? I don't know. Accidentally. I, I got to pick this up? Yeah, pick that up. I hope it's Marv Albert. Hello, this is Jerry. Let's see what this is. Oh, maybe they're I'm fine. To, is this about tickets? I best bet they're trying to get Jerry to buy tickets to a Knicks game. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I, I'm, I work No, I work at FAN. I'm good. I usually get my tickets. I'm, I'm good, though. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. All right, goodbye. They wanted you to buy tickets? Yes. Because you went to a, a Knicks game? Yes. I As I picked it up, it hit me that I bought tickets to a game a few weeks ago. Now they got you. And I try to be nice. Oh, you're not, You're very like, pleasant. I get tickets. How about this? I like this one. I get calls from Rutgers, mm-hmm. and it's the ticket office. Asking. Could we interest you in a holiday plan for the men's basketball team? I said, well, can I not use my credential to come into the game? Right. Oh, you have a credential, sir? <laughs> yes. I broadcast. They're doing their job. I'm very polite. I'm a broadcaster. Yeah, I'm actually usually very nice to them. So that was very pleasant. I tried to be. Very so, pleasant. Yes. I figured if I said F-A-N, he might run. Yeah. Because, right, James Dolan hates us. Does not care for us right now. Exactly. A small uh, Missouri newspaper, Jerry, um, is ending publication and blaming judgmental people for it. How so? Well, the name of the town in Missouri is Uranus. <laughs> so and what the, is this, the Uranus Herald? The Uranus Examiner. <laughs> Come on. Why did they just change the name of the paper? The paper's editors announced the end of the publication this past Friday after publishing just five editions in September. How many proctologist jokes are there, right? In, in a statement posted to Facebook, the managing editor... Blamed a judgmental, quote, fuddy-duddy squad for the examiner's demise. Why not just make it the Uranus Times? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Stupid. Uranus is an unincorporated tourist spot along historic <laughs> Route 66. No one's ever, ever been in Uranus? <laughs> How about this, Jerry? Uranus is known, according to this, for their fudge shop. <laughs> Oh, stop. And the world's largest belt buckle. The Lord, what? They're home to the world's largest belt buckle. That's stupid. Uranus. That's pretty stupid. That was the old joke. Is there a ring around Uranus? I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> Never mind. I can't. Jerry, earlier today we were talking about um, office parties and things. I'm going to, Jerry and I are going to give you a heads up here. From December 12th. Through December 31st, cops across the U.S. are stepping up enforcement on impaired drivers. Now, I know about this firsthand. How a so? friend of mine is a cop. I is will that not right? mention the town. I was with him do this weekend, mention. though. 
and he is working lots of overtime because this is this is no joke. Mm-hmm. They are out and about because they want to crack down on people drinking and driving. Yeah. And you've seen the billboards. We've talked to you about it before. The drive sober or get pulled over yeah. campaign. All over the place. Check out this new campaign they're running also. I love this saying. If you feel different, you drive different. Yeah. Don't drive high. Some people think, oh, I, I didn't have anything to drink. Yeah. Maybe you were smoking weed. Right. Just don't be an idiot. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. The services, like the car services, mm-hmm. do quite well because while we do these campaigns, anytime yeah. I go out now and I have more than one beer, it's like, all right, we got to get a car because it's just, it makes no sense not to. Think of it this way, Jerry. Drive high, get a DUI. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Big risks of uh, driving drunk. You could crash your car. You could injure people. Someone could even get killed, Jerry. Would you believe... Almost 29 people every day die in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. Is this right? 29 a day, Al. Think about that. I mean, That's sad. Best case scenario, you get arrested and have huge legal bills. Right. Worst case scenario, you're not here. Right. Worst, worst case scenario, you hurt someone else. Exactly. It is a big deal, driving drunk. Too drunk to drive, Jerry, means too drunk for complicated apps. Check out the Safer Ride app. It's the simplest possible way to get home safe and only has three easy buttons on the home screen. That's right. I love this. I love this drive high, get a DUI. (laughs) So, yeah, be on the lookout December 12th through December 31st. Very simple message. Drive sober or get pulled over, dummies. Yeah, come on. Man. Got to tell you this every uh, holiday. Yeah. Sadly, we do. Yeah. I'm here to, me and Jerry are here to help you out this holiday season. All right, Jerry, the warm-up program. We should make t-shirts. What, what says what? We should have given away Alan Jerry t-shirts for Christmas. Alan Jerry say. For our podcast listeners. Okay. Our warm-up show listeners. Yeah. Would it be a different shirt for warm-up and a different shirt for post-game or the same shirt? We could just go Alan Jerry Inc. Front could be warm-up. Back. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Business in the front, party in the rear. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Warm up next. Uranus. Sue! Uranus examiner. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Oh, yeah, it is, but we get your Monday rolling. What is up, Al Dukes? Quarter to six on the fan. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, I watched what we call NFL football over the weekend. You did, didn't yeah. you? And here's the way I did it. I put uh, the red zone on my iPad. While you vacuum. <laughs> no, no, no. I was locked in. I had my iPad on the red zone. Right. Then I put the giant game up on the big TV. And then you have the Jets on the laptop? No, I had no Jets. Only oh. following along on the red zone. That's interesting. I had no interest in the Giants. I was very interested in the Jets yesterday. I don't know why. See, I was interested in Mark Sanchez yeah, well, versus yeah, the Giants. You're looking and, for a mess, and you and, got it. And I got what I was looking for. Right. Then it was perfect. At halftime, I switched the big TV to the Jet game because the Giant game was out of hand, and the Jet game was getting interesting. It was getting interesting. Did you enjoy... I saw you put your tweet out about Kyle Lawletta. He got in the game. He was impressive. I thought they were going to put Kyle Lawletta in to start the second half. At halftime, half. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I guess Pat Shermer knows what he knows. that lead. And I love this, Jerry. I jotted down this tweet from a fella named Dan Dugan. He works for The Athletic covering the Giants. He had a quote, and I did see this quote elsewhere, but uh, from Pat Shermer after the game. Quote, I fielded enough questions regarding Kyle Lalletta that those of you that were interested in seeing him, hopefully you got a chance to see what you were looking for. Wow. Oh, damn. That's a terrible comment. Oh, smack. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what it goes to show? It basically goes to show to all the fans that were calling for Lalletta to start. Yeah. Um, this is why he wasn't playing yet. He's not ready. You know, I had to pick the Giants in my five-team parlay, also bet them on a separate bet. And you know, at 30 for nothing at the half, I was not ready to cash in. <laughs> Even with Josh Johnson playing quarterback? Yeah, because in my head, it was like, maybe they do put Kyle Lalletta in. And, and then it goes the other way. Right, because they had the NFL today had just done the feature yeah. on Frank Reich coming back that. with Maryland and coming yeah. back with the Bills. I was like, hmm. You never know. You never know. In this season, right? five and eight. Yes. They didn't give up the lead, though they gave up a couple of touchdowns and two-point conversions, but who cares? The game was over. Mark Sanchez had oftentimes yesterday looked like a man who would rather have been on his couch. He probably is. Especially on the one ball, I think Ogletree knocked it down. Do you think at some point when the call comes in, he looks at his phone and he's like, I got to do this again? But you're not going to turn the money down. Right. Go play. Plus, I think all these guys have this sort of Almost like the Kurt Warner dream where I'm bagging groceries and I was past my, you know, when. when yeah, but in Sanchez's case, he went to two AFC championship games. Back like to back. He's had a career. And a Kurt Warner was an arena football player yeah. before he was bagging groceries. But I'm saying, like, Kurt Warner was uh, had that great run with the Rams and kind of disappeared for a little bit, right? And then came back with the Cardinals. He disappeared with the Giants. Right. But disappeared. Disappeared because the system didn't fit what he did as yeah. a quarterback. So Sanchez probably sitting at home going, this system didn't fit what I'm. Maybe now I come back. How'd that work out for him? Not good. Six of 14, two picks, get out. And then Josh Johnson looked much better. He was better. okay. Yeah, he was better. I mean, comparatively. Yes. yes. That team is, remember that team that were going to win the division? Yes. Mm, they're six and seven. Now, early on, I will say, Mark Sanchez did not get any help from his receivers. They dropped Double a drops, lot of balls yes, early. And those are the things that, you know, if you don't watch the games, you just look at the stats and like, this guy sucks. Right. Right. But if you actually see the game and you see when you're not being helped and the guys aren't doing what they're supposed to do, it just makes it look so much worse. Jerry, I would say this. It set the tone for a bad game for Mark Sanchez. And that's exactly what it turned out to be. And then while some of you were sleeping last night, myself and Jerry Rucco included, somehow the Bears beat the Rams and kept them to only six points. There were seven interceptions in this game. Seven? Seven. Mitchell Trubisky was picked off three times and Goff was picked off four times and he was sacked in the end zone for a safety. This was defensive football, Al, if you like it. That I don't like. I could, after the Cowboys and Eagles, I couldn't. I just couldn't get into the Rams and Bears last night. No chance. You Especially not a defensive struggle. You weren't interested. Well, it wasn't even in... that. It was just it's what we always talk about. It's enough. I watched a lot of the Giants and the Jets. You got the Cowboy game. It's like, no more. No more. Right. And the Cowboy game was to overtime almost the entire 10 minutes they play. And they were the only team that had the ball, which was neat. But it was like, no, I, I can't get into Rams, Bears in Chicago. You were footballed out at I that was. point. Yes, 100% completely footballed out. So now the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East, right? Is um, that a done deal? Barring a monumental collapse, yes. 
they will win the NFC East. So if they have a monumental collapse and the Giants have a monumental run, we got any shot at this? Uh, I guess I, I got to do the math. Tiebreakers would be if the Cowboys oh. lost their last three games, they'd finish eight and eight. The Giants could finish eight and eight as well, beating them in the final week if that's where you want to go. Oh, I would like but to go there. You do have the Eagles have six wins. They're a game ahead of the Giants. However, they play. Who do they play? They play the Rams and the Texans, I believe, still. So the the chances are the best they would do is eight. So is there an outside possibility? Sure. I like when they show the playoff picture on yeah. TV and they they're still in the hunt. In the hunt, it's like all five hundred teams. Yes. Six and six, six and six. In the hunt. In the hunt. In the hunt. Not really in the hunt. In the hunt. Because you're not gonna win. Did you see any of the Cowboy game? I did. I watched a lot of the Cowboy did game. Did you see the horrific referee? Officiating. I was in the uh, car. I was listening right here on WFAN. Oh, we right. carried the uh, Compass Media Network. The Compass broadcast. Media Networks uh, part of it. Did you see the opening kickoff? The opening kickoff of this game? I, I, no. It was of the Chiefs and Chargers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was probably still locked into the um, early games. So Jordan Lewis returns the returns a kickoff yeah. like five yards deep. Fumbles the ball. It's as clear oh, yes. as day. But I they rule him this. down on the field. Fair enough. But the Eagles recover it. Every replay shows that he fumbled and the Eagles recovered it. I've never heard this before. After further review, we've determined that the player did fumble, but it wasn't clear who recovered the ball. How about the guy that got up with the ball? That guy had it, you would what say. Is, and the passing interference on, oh, it was awful. It was just terrible. Eagles' Malcolm Jenkins said of the referees, quote, right. quote, stay off the bottle. Yeah. Does that mean he thinks they were drinking? What do you think it means? That's what I think. Oh, horrible. If, if you're the Eagles, you had every right to flip out. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a challenge uh, challenge flag thrown on the opening kickoff. That's it was a lot, of, did. a lot of flags in that game. Oh, too many. And all these games, it's, her- it's just awful. And uh, no Jason flow. Jason Witten turned down an opportunity to leave the Monday Night Football booth saw that. to go back to the Dallas Cowboys. I saw that. I didn't realize when I read that story, and I didn't see the whole thing, I saw like the first couple of paragraphs about how Garrett was going to try and Pry him back out of the booth. I didn't realize you could join a team this late in the season, though, right. and still be eligible. I, mean, I, I didn't know that. I, I did not know that. No, I didn't. And then, I know Eddie's not going to be happy with this, but I hate when a team wins on a cheap, on a fluky play, fluke play like mm-hmm. the uh, Dolphins hook and laddered. Got to finish it. The well, Patriots the almost won the same way. Did six, you see their hook and ladder? The Steelers won. Jerry, I was hook and laddered out by that point. So I was so locked into this. Dolphin Patriot hook and ladder. First I, of all, I, I and understand. I'm, the game was over. I understand. And I'm sure they looked at it, but the the initial flip looked like it was over the like it was forward lateral. Sure it looked, looked like, but it. I'm sure they looked at it. Of course it. they looked at it. But the Steeler one was good because Juju Smith Schuster doesn't score, but they have they have a field goal set up. And did you see Boz? Did you at least see that in the highlights? Boz, you said? <laughs> Brian Bosworth? The kicker's name is Boswell. Oh, for the Steelers. He had a, he had a, I'm not going to say short, a medium range kick to tie. He slipped. He missed it. He, he didn't miss it. He slipped. Oh, he slipped he on never the turf. Got the kick off. Okay. <laughs> Just awful. Hmm. So, uh, what did you say, Eddie? Four and a half? Did we got to take a break? Yeah, I did. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, do you have something on the other side? I do. All right, so Al is going to hold a big story oh, very, coming up. Very next. big story. Very big story. And then Boomer and hopefully Geo at six on the. I know he's struggling with, uh, he's, the, uh, with the traffic. On the LIE in park. Well, maybe he'll be here. In six minutes. We'll take a break. Be right back on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. All right, Sunday Night Football Bears beat the Rams 15-6. to You got the Vikings and Seahawks tonight. Wins for the Jets and the Giants. Knicks lost. Devils lost in a shootout. You got 50 seconds. Jerry, uh, people were up in arms over uh, Harold Baines getting into the Hall of Fame. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I always look at it this way. If you were one of those guys when I was collecting baseball cards where your card was in every pack, that's not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he was a common card. Common card. He was card. a good player. It's not like he wasn't. He was a very good player. Jerry, would you say he was a, not comp- a Hall of Famer? Compiler? Well, yeah, 22 years, but he batted 289. That's a classic like, compiler. Like you keep Don Mattingly out of the Hall of Fame, you put Harold Baines in? That's right. You got to be kidding. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, Harold Baines was one of those cards I always had a flip. Because I had 15 Harold Baines and 15 you know, Bobby Valen. Harold Baines White Sox cards. Yeah, him on the White Sox. You know, and I, I hate what you just did, though. What? I, I hate always, like, Harold Baines got in. He stinks. Okay. It's Football Monday on the Fan. And we'll won. talk Giants, me? Redskins, Jets, Bills, and all of Sunday's biggest games. Then at 5.05, it's Giants quarterback Eli Manning with Mike Francesa.